0: To answer the question for yourselves, do you have a story to tell? Welcome to another episode of Writer on the Road. We're up to nearly episode 80. I can't believe how the time has flown. And we've nearly got a year under our belt now. So we're getting a little bit better at what we're doing. Not a whole lot better. I'm sure there's room for improvement. I wanted to just catch up with you all today before we kicked into our episode with Scott Baker of How to Train Your Dragon uh, fame. And today we talked to Scott about not only should you get How to Train Your Dragon but what to do with it and how best to use it once you, once you make that purchase. So it's all well and good to buy the box, as I always do, uh, but to get out there and use it and see the potential of Dragon Dictation is really, really exciting. And so we had really good fun talking with him today, and I hope you enjoy listening to the episode as well. Uh, just as a little aside, I ended up talking to him for another hour after that. This guy is just amazing and a wonderful, wonderful guy as well. Okay, now for housekeeping. Uh, Next week, I've got something coming up that I think may interest more than a few of us. It's called... Um, the Prosperous Writer with Cassandra Gaysford. Now, we started off doing a single podcast, but as is my usual habit, it turned into a three-part series because Cassandra and I had so much to discuss about how to become prosper- prosperous and productive. So that that's something that you really should listen to. I'll run it over three days next week, uh, and it's well worth a listen, and it's well worth buying Cassandra's book, uh, part one of the uh, Prosperous Writer series, and it's called um a millionaire mindset I think uh something like that millionaire mindset I'll put that in the in the show notes another exciting guest I've got coming along uh and she's a visitor of old and it's Annie Seaton now we've got a little competition going with Annie and it's uh what's her new book I've forgotten her new book's name I can't believe it but whoever's got the best question to, answer, uh, to ask Annie, uh, wins a free copy of the book donated by Pan McMillan. Now, I've got a few good questions coming in, and at the moment, Janine um, Kimberly's winning that competition. So, Janine, you want to hope that nobody else uh, asks a question uh, so that they can win. I think it's um, something to do with diamonds. I'll have to check that out. I'm so sorry, Annie. Uh, the next piece of exciting news is that our audience is growing. God knows why after the muck up I'm making about this introduction. Um, but we're growing growing at quite a rate and it's really exciting to know that A, people are listening to us, but B, the word is spreading. Uh, so hopefully we can get some more guests on. Hopefully we can keep everyone entertained. But more importantly, I hope everybody's writing is improving because that's what we're all about here at Writer on the Road. Uh, news on a personal note is I'm off to join the Brisbane Golf Club, uh, which is which is something that I have dreamed of for a little while now, but because the nomination fee is so very high, something like $3,500, I've had to save up a few pennies, and I've had to get my daughter's permission to blow $3,500 on myself, but from now on, there'll be lots of golf talk going on, um, because I'm, a, I'm an old golfer from way back, just haven't been able to afford to play it lately. Uh, last thing, we've got um, Facebook Ads for Authors. Uh, with Kate Vanderhoot, still got that special bargain going on there. So if you're interested in Facebook ads for authors or anything to do with social media, don't forget to pop over and check out Take 10 Social because it's really important. Uh, The last thing that I need to talk to you about is reviews on iTunes. I've been really slack. I'm always really slack. I don't worry about that sort of stuff. But if you want to leave a review on iTunes and don't, please don't um, talk about my ums and my ass. please say nice stuff uh and i promise not to ask too often and you know that i won't because i'm too slack all right sit back relax listen to the interview with scott and remember don't just buy dragon dictation think of the advantages of using it once you've got it welcome to another episode of writer on the road i have with me front and center and uh, looking as bright as a button uh scott baker of training your dragon fame uh good evening scott
1: Good evening where you are, good morning where I am.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm getting, I'm, <laughs> getting around. I'm at the end of my day. Uh, now, Scott, <laughs> I have been waiting a long time to get you onto this podcast because I've been playing around with um, Dragon Dictation for a little while now and I've been having all sorts of fun and games. Uh, all now, right. Everybody, before we go ahead, uh, Scott has written a book, How to Train Your Dragon, and it's very, very popular. So much so, Scott, that you're going to be building or you are about to launch your training courses which is pretty exciting yes
1: yes well well, i've I've got a couple of books as you know Uh, one's a little freebie and the other one is um over there on the shelf the writer's guide to training your dragon which um i tried to make it as comprehensive as possible and i tried to specifically tailor it at writers um but the problem i found is that i still get so many people saying but how do i do this but how do i do that and it's just easier sometimes to just show people, <laughs> to just take people through it step by step. So, uh, so yes, the School of Training Your Dragon is coming very, very soon.
0: Yeah, I think I read this on the 7th, yeah, 7th of July, everybody. So 7th of
1: July. 7th of July is the official launch. Date,
0: yeah, yes. so I'll try and put this podcast up as close as I can to that um, so that we can take oh, advantage and launch at the same time, which is really, really exciting. <laughs> now, Training Your Dragon, everybody, uh the reason I explored the idea is because I was driving to school every day, and I was wasting an hour there and an hour back. And I thought, this has got potential for writing. Now, Scott, I had lots and lots of fun um, using the transcription side of things. Um, I'm actually yeah. going to ask you first and foremost. Transcription seems to be the better choice.
1: I, I think so. I, I think the. I mean, one one of the things I say in the book is uh, the, the reason I got into. It, dictation in the first place. I've said it a million times. I'm not going to bang on about it. But it was because I had a back injury. And um, I I had an immense workload. I was doing lots of freelance writing at the time. I was also writing a lot of fiction at the time. And I was struggling with with the deadlines to some degree. So I'm I'm not a fast typist. I, I had to find a way of speeding up my workflow. So I started getting into dictation. And then I had a really debilitating back injury, which literally put me out for months. But luckily, because I'd already started the process of using Dragon, um, I, I was able to, ke- to keep working right through that. Now, the problem with dictation as such is, you know, it's great in, in those emergency instances. But for the rest of the time, you're still sat at a desk. You know, I mean, you've got a cable attached to you and, and you know, a USB microphone. And people tend to do this as well while they're dictating. They, they keep looking at what's coming up on screen. And they're, they're editing as they go, they're analyzing it, and I don't believe that's the best option. I've always said, if you're gonna just dictate at a desk, close your eyes, sit back in your chair, and just dictate for 20 minutes, or whatever it is, and then after that time, open your eyes, and then look at it, and make the corrections, and whatever. But I think a step further than that is what you've said is, is transcription. Uh, transcription is absolutely the holy grail, I think, of, of dictation, because like you have just said, you can do it anyway. You know, you can do it on the schoolroom. You do it when you're washing my dishes. I, I was uh, had an email from someone a couple of days ago. Says he he was I might have been on a forum. I can't remember uh, saying he uses it while he's ironing, and uh, you know, and he was saying, oh, the, the sound of the iron clattering, you know, is interfering. Dragon's kind of trying to interpret it. And I said, well, just get a noise cancelling mic, and you know, you, you're sorted there. So there's it's so versatile because transcription allows you to, like you say, do it anywhere, bring it into Dragon later and the words magically appear on screen, and it's just fantastic.
0: Yeah. So, everyone, I'm assuming that we all have a curiosity for Dragon Dictation. I'm assuming that we've all done our basic research. I've got Scott on here today not to just say should we use it, but to say mm. now that we've got it or now that we've got it, the box what are we going to do with it and how are we going to best take advantage of this tool? Because if you're still humming and harring about whether to get it or not, uh, Joanna Penn has a fantastic podcast with Scott, self-publishing podcast uh, with James Black. Is it Blanche? Um, uh,
1: Jane, yeah, yeah, and uh, Mark Dawson for Self Publishing yeah. Podcast.
0: Yeah. yeah, They have fantastic podcasts, and I'm far too lazy to repeat all that again. I want to talk <laughs> about my experiences, and I want to talk about the experiences that uh, my listeners will have when they're trying this mm. thing out. And the very first yeah. thing that I did, everyone, and I'll get Scott to talk us through this, is I bought, I think it was 15 for Mac. Now, right. having gone Six.
1: On... Six for Mac. Uh
0: yeah. Six yeah. for Mac. Yeah, it might have been. 15
1: for PC. Fifteen yeah. is the
0: new one for PC, yeah. Yeah, and, and Scott, you recommend not mm. to buy that. And, of course, I have a Maxo and you, there are ways around that, everyone, but it was all technically difficult for me. So I jumped onto <laughs> Cora, as I, as I always do, and I jumped onto the forums and had a look and just followed it for a little while before I made this purchase. And what they said yeah. was they've, they're trying to tweak it and they're trying to tweak it, and it was up to about six version 6.8 or 6.10 or some stupid thing like that. And I thought, mm-hmm. for someone mm-hmm. at my level... Uh, who has no technical skill whatsoever, I thought I'm just going to jump in and do it as I always do. So everyone, Scott's going to tell you to buy the copy for PC and you won't have any of the fun and games that I'm having. Is that correct, Scott?
1: Well, see, this is the problem. Um, uh, You know, as you've rightly pointed out, the Mac version is, it it has its issues. Let's just say it it has its issues. The, The reason for that, just so there's some context here, People assume, because they're both called Dragon, they're both the same product. They're not, they're they're absolutely not the same product at all. Um, They share the same, uh, what's called recognition engine. So the thing that actually, you know, correctly interprets your voice into words on a screen is the same across the the two programs. But um, Dragon, naturally speaking, has been around for years and years and years on PC. It's a really, really established um, program and the Mac version isn't, uh, naturally speaking, at all. It's not ported from it or anything like that. It's actually an old, quite an old program called MacSpeech, uh, Mac Speech Dictate, and Nuance, who made Dragon, licensed their uh, technology to Mac speech, and then at some point clearly thought, well, what are we doing that for? Let's just buy the company. So they bought the company, bought the product, and actually when it crashes, which is quite a bit, um, you'll notice that it says send an error report and the error report, the email address is still at maxspeech.com or something like that. And it hasn't been around for years, you know, so it, it it's actually a, a very, very different product to uh, the PC version. And you mentioned transcription. That is the, the area where it most differs because in the PC version, you can, you know, dictate into a voice recorder or into a smartphone, pull that file in later, and not only will it interpret what you've said, you can correct it. You can correct it and make it as accurate as you know your dictation through a microphone, through a regular microphone. You can't do that on the Mac. It literally just spits it out into a Word document or rich text file, and you're just stuck with it. You can't make any corrections. So it can't learn from you when it comes to transcription in, in the way the PC product can. So you're always going to hit a ceiling there. And again, that's because... That's a separate product again from Mac Speech Dictate. It's called. It was. I can't remember what it was called, but that was a separate transcription product. they have literally stuck the two together, and said, "Here's Dragon for the Mac." Um, so they're very different products. But the biggest issue with the Mac version, as I'm sure you know, is it's it's just really unreliable. Uh, it crashes a lot. It's it's a lot better now. It's up to version six point zero point seven. I believe. Um, And it's quite stable now, but it's lacking an awful lot of functionality that you find in the PC version. Even the PC version from years ago, version 13 premium from years ago is about $39 at the minute. It's almost, you know, it's eight times cheaper and it's still got way more functionality. It's way more reliable. Um, So if you can just run that in parallels on your mac or using bootcamp or whatever i know it's a pain people don't want to put windows on their mac and all of that but it's it's the best tool for the job um it, it really is uh, if you do want to plow on with the mac version you can it, it is better now this current update is better but again you're going to hit walls uh with certain areas of it especially with transcription
0: Yeah, and I ran into the problem straight away, everybody. Uh, Scott just said those words, you're much better off running parallels. And, of course, I didn't have a clue what that meant, so I thought I can't run a parallel (laughs) because I don't know what one is. Uh, (laughs) And the other problem that I had is um, I've read Scott's book, everyone, you've got to buy it um, if you even are going to attempt Dragon Dictation because it tells you all the equipment and it tells you to buy parallels and all that kind of stuff. Uh, (laughs) So I, of course, um, went to school. Um, got my 7,000 words from transcription, turned up in right. this document very, very nicely, and I went, wow, I've got 7,000 words, and they were a mess. Yeah. And I looked at these things a and mess. I thought, right. what happens now? And I'd read yeah. that there was um, correction and voice stuff and I could fix it and all the rest of it, and I didn't have a clue how, and then I called my daughters right. down and we burst into tears and none of us could do it. And as you rightly say now, it's because it doesn't exist.
1: Um, yeah, I mean, you can, in the Mac version, you can pre-train it to your voice on the audio file but it only does so much you know it's it it just doesn't work as well as the pc version
0: okay so the pc
1: version has full correction functionality the mac version doesn't
0: yeah so everyone the first thing you've got to do is learn what parallel means um and then you'll be fine Parallel's
1: desktop that's your friend parallels desktop it's about 60 dollars, and it basically just it just allows you to run windows and any windows program on your mac and I've got a little video somewhere. I'll, I'll uh, maybe post a link to it. Uh, I'll send a link through to you, um, so you can post it. And it, it actually shows the, the PC version running on my Mac, um, and it uses something called coherence mode. You you, can, you don't have to switch it on, but you 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 can. But you you go up to the little view menu at the top, click coherence mode, enter coherence mode, and the Windows desktop just disappears, completely disappears, like it's it's not there, and. Dragon for the PC suddenly appears on your Mac desktop and you can use it right there as if it was a Mac program. So you don't even need to look at Windows. You know, it can just be disappeared into the background. The only problem with all of this, you need a decent enough spec Mac to be able to actually, you know, run that software effectively. If it if it's, you know, otherwise it's gonna grind things to to a halt. Because you're effectively running two Operating systems at once. You're running your Mac OS and Windows OS, so your, your Mac's got to be up to the job to do that.
0: Yeah. So everyone, Here's I'm going job. through. I'm going through the technical <laughs> things because um, I think you guys might want to too. So I've got a Microsoft Pro, oh sorry, a MacBook Pro, and I thought I ran Office. I thought I ran Office three six five or something. I thought I ran an Office program. Does that mean I could have used the PC model all along?
1: No, uh, Microsoft uses Office. Um, sorry, Microsoft makes Office for Mac as well. So there's a Mac version. So you're probably just running the Mac version of Office. Um, if you've got Office 365, you can install the the, the Mac version or the PC version. So.
0: Ah, uh, oh, so I could have bought the PC version.
1: What you would need to do if you want to run Dragon on your Mac, you would need to buy. You need three things. You need uh, a copy of Parallels Desktop which is, I think, uh, about $60, something like that. You would need a copy of Windows, Windows 10, Windows 7, whichever one. Um, Now, you can actually download that direct from Microsoft if you just do a a Google search for uh, Windows 10 ISO. ISO is like a CD file, a CD image. So it's just like buying the CD, except it's virtual. Um, And they'll allow you to just download it there and then. So you need a copy of Windows You need a license for Windows, you can buy those, you know, pretty much anywhere you just put the code in and there you go. Although Windows will actually run and just allow you to use it um, without activating it, you know, without any restrictions. It'll keep pestering you. And if you're going to use it a lot, obviously get it registered. But it's worth maybe just downloading that from Microsoft to try it out, you know, and check it. It's going to run on your Mac in the first place. And then you need a copy of Dragon. So Dragon Premium 13, which I say is about uh, $39 at the minute, or the newest one, which is Professional 15, uh, which is about $300, a bit of a jump. Mm. Um, but you know, Premium 13 is fine for most people. Um, if you've got those three things, you can then run any Windows program, including Dragon, on your Mac, right on your Mac desktop. Mm.
0: So I paid two or three hundred dollars for this six. Is that correct?
1: dragon for mac 6 it'll be it'll be dragon professional individual that's it version 6
0: yeah so have i got to go and buy another one
1: oh i'm sorry yes (laughs) (laughs) no i i would say if you to be honest with you i think if you've got that one and you've spent the money unless you are absolutely tearing your hair out and you know you can't tolerate it anymore um i would just stick with it i would plow plow on with it and and get it to work as best you can yeah. Um Because I just think, you know, you're going to then end up having two versions and you're going to have to buy Windows. And it just seems, you know, if you've already got the program, it's probably worth plowing on with it. But if you were starting from scratch, then that's a different story. Uh, having said that, I do know people. Uh, I, I uh, go to a forum on, on Facebook quite a bit, a, a Facebook group, sorry, called Dragon Riders and Joanna Penn's on there and, and Monica Lionel and a few others um, and I know there's people on there, there's an author, SJ Pajonas, she has given up, completely given up and she was so anti Windows on her Mac at one point, she was like, I won't do it, you know <laughs> it's sacrilege, but she has completely flipped in the other direction and um, because she just gave up. She gave up with the Mac version. She, she, I think, dug out an old PC laptop, an old Lenovo laptop or something she had, thought, I'm going to try it, threw Dragon on there for the PC, and that's it. She's never looked back, you know. And I think the transcription function alone for her has been a a huge thing. I think she she actually uses it while she's on her treadmill and all this sort of thing. So... Mm that's the other alternative instead of lumbering it all onto your mac just buy a pc you know buy a a spare you know little laptop or something as long as it's relatively okay spec wise um it'll it'll run dragon just fine you know go on ebay or somewhere like that or uh, you know gumtree get something that's maybe a refurbished uh former business laptop you know like a like a dell or lenovo with an i5 processor something like that and you know for A couple hundred dollars maybe at the most you'll end up with something that'll run dragon just fine and that could just be your dictation station you know and and that's it
0: yeah and and i think the thing that excites me about this everyone and the reason it's worth um hanging in and getting it right is that portability of just putting our mm. iPhones, um, headphones and our iPhones and off we go. We can go to work, we can go for a walk, we can go for a holiday, we can go wherever we want. And we can mm. be working as we go. And as you all know, we all get our ideas as as we're doing other things. If we've got our earphones and yeah. we can just talk and we we are writing. Now there is a belief, Scott, and this is something that people are getting over very, very quickly mm. Um, that it's not a natural form of storytelling because we've gotten used to typing. And I read something on one of your podcasts or one of your blogs or something there yeah. um, about how the keyboard never was natural in the first place and that it was built for the old keys, clunk, clunk, clunk. That's right.
1: That's right, yeah. I mean, this thing here, I mean, when you think how many people hate this, they hate this, oh, it's too thin and... and there's not enough key travel, Ugh. you know, so they buy a mechanical keyboard, you know, and then you've got these big clunking keys. I bought one once, and you could literally hear me typing outside the house, and I, I said, that's got to go. There's no way I can I can do with that. The neighbours are going to go me. So, you know, people have preferences even about keyboards. You know, it's crazy. Yeah. It's just an input method, you know, It's and, and the QWERTY keyboard was... You're quite right, designed to slow us down. It was actually invented for typewriters and it was to stop the hammers hitting into each other. So if someone typed too quick, boom, they'd hit each other and jam. So the the, the layout is not designed for speed at all. And for everybody who says, you know, oh, I can do 120 words a minute, I can't. <laughs> I can do like 40, 50 words a minute tops. I'm, I'm, I'm like a free finger typist, you know, never learned it at school, unfortunately. So, I'm I, you know, I'm, unless I go and learn touch typing and put that time in, I'm never going to I'm never going to get proficient in that sense at it. Um, and yeah, that's great. If you can type 120 words a minute, great. Go for your life. But. Come come back to me when you've got RSI. You know, but I don't mean to sound doom and gloom, but you're doing something repetitive every single day with these. And if this is your livelihood as well, if you write for a living, well, you know, what happens when you suddenly have a problem like my back problem and you, you cannot type? You know, so I, I see dictation as an insurance policy against that sort of thing happening. My next door neighbor's a plasterer. And he suddenly developed this pain in his elbow because he's he's holding this up all day and plastering ceilings. And the guy couldn't, he couldn't lift his arm for about six months. You know, it was ridiculous. And again, that's just a repetitive thing he was doing every day. And I think people just don't think it can happen. But then, to, to them, but it does. And I hope it doesn't. But Dragon at least gives you some, or dictation gives you some form of insurance policy against that, if nothing else. But in terms of it being not very natural, I just, I don't buy that. I just, (laughs) I just think we adapt as humans, we adapt to everything, you know, and and we've had so many different input methods. I mentioned it on the Joanna Penn podcast, how we, you know, we used to have the quill and we used to sit around campfires and tell stories. There was no you know, we managed just to tell stories with our mouths then somehow. Um, And we still do that, you know, We, we still do that. We tell stories to our kids and all this sort of thing and we've had typewriters we've had word processors big clunky keys we've now we've now got little key little tiny keyboards like this and we keep adapting and within the last few years we've adapted to touch you know touch is now the the dominant input method i think for most people and i think voice is the next one voice is the next big input method because my kids use it you know they don't think twice about talking to a computer they don't think twice about talking to their amazon echo or whatever and asking it to play whatever music. I think it's just about getting used to something. And the thing with dictation is you have to just get used to it. You just have to do it every day. And you'll start to, it'll start to click. And now I I hate typing. I absolutely, I hate it. And I love this little keyboard. I think it's a wonderful design. I love how thin and light it is and all of this, but I hate typing on it because it's too slow. I just find it too slow now. So... I'll actually get to a point, if you, if you were to send me an email and I pick it up on my phone, I think oh, I'll wait till I'm over at my computer and I'll dictate the answer. Because I can't be bothered to sit there and, uh, uh, one finger at a time. So for me, it's replaced typing completely. I know it's an, and it doesn't have to do that. You can do both. You know, you don't have to do one or the other.
0: Yeah. There well, you go. well, I was just playing with um, Dragon Dictation before I came on to do the interview tonight. And it just sent me a little message, as you were saying, and he says, practice makes perfect. Yes, well
1: it does, yeah. It it keeps it keeps putting those annoying little messages up, doesn't it? makes perfect. It's listening. It would be perfect if it stopped crashing, Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> but, but no, yeah. it's it's
0: uh Yeah. It,
1: I, it, it's just another input method, isn't
0: it? Yeah. I see I see it as particularly interesting uh for for writers, as you say, because we like atmosphere. We like to be able to describe something. Now, if we were, say, writing a historical, and I'm, I'm writing something about historical Brisbane here at the moment, I can walk along the streets and I can talk or my I can talk as my characters as I'm walking along and nice. what I'm seeing and um, go into the museums and describe it as if it was part of my story. I see it as a great way to be involved in my story. The problem that yep. I have with it as I was trying this method out, I was walking through a graveyard and I was trying <laughs> out the old historical gravestones and I thought I'm going to be my character and talk it out. And it was all very romantic except I used to have to say, um was it quotation this is happening comma end of quotation full stop question mark (laughs) and i thought this is starting to sound rather silly um yeah now i read tonight preparing for this interview scott that i actually started at the hard end dialogue is one of the hardest things and of course as romance that's what we do
1: yeah i i I totally uh, agree dialogue is the killer that's that's the bit i think that that puts a lot of people off and, and a lot of people who do try it they get to a bit of dialogue <laughs> especially if they say two characters talking or something or three characters talking and they're like open quote what time are you going to arrive question mark close quote he asked full stop new line open quote i don't know comma close quote she said quizzically yeah i they mean, just think oh to hell with this you know it, it's and i get it i get it because I mean, you've just said you like walking through, you know, graveyards or or wherever it is, you know, and we're, you know, as as a creative, you tend to get fired up um, with visuals and, and with atmosphere. And you're always thinking, you're always thinking about, like you say, a story in your head. And it's great, the idea of getting that out, you know, using transcription or whatever. But the problem is when you start to. Stumped that a little bit with, with things like dialogue And having to put all of that punctuation in It can break up the creativity I know it it's kind of inevitable You know, it, it's going to ruin it for a lot of people And I think they are going to you know, I'm not here to kind of say to everyone You must do this, it's the best thing ever um, You know, there's people They're just not going to ever get used to it They're never going to want to do it And that's fine, you know, that's absolutely fine Um, But I think a lot of it is just practice. You've got to just get used to doing it. You know, I I used to hate it. I used to hate the dialogue and the punctuation and all of that. And then at some point it just clicked. I didn't think about it anymore. You know, And, and now I'll dictate an email I'll dictate a text message. I always punctuate it. I don't think anymore. Just like I wouldn't think about hitting the comma. Or the period key on the keyboard. I wouldn't think about doing that, and now I don't think about dictating that. Uh, but it's getting it's getting to that point. You know, it's getting to the point where you're so comfortable with it, but it just comes naturally. Um, but the other side of it, and to go back to some degree as well on what you said about it not sounding natural, I think certainly in terms of characterization, it can have a fantastic effect because you tend to speak more conversationally. You know, your characters tend to speak more conversationally. They tend to sound more like real characters because you are their voice, you know, all of a sudden. And if you can click and, and make, you know, the punctuation fit without it disrupting your flow too much, then you're going to end up, I think, uh, certainly happened with me. I, I found that my writing improved dramatically in certain areas. You know, I, I remember... Some people saying, "Oh, this sounds like you know it was coming straight out of the author's mouth." And I thought it's because it was. It, it you know it's because it did. And I found that interesting. Joanna Penn mentioned that she's got a book uh, up for an international thriller writers award. I think she's off to New York or somewhere like that to to go to a big ceremony. And it's the one book she dictated. And that might mean nothing, but she did wonder if it's because of you know how it. I don't know how it was written You know, Did it have some kind of different voice to it But clicked a little bit better Who knows, who knows But I think it's just about getting used to it It's about getting used to the punctuation Get, o- get over that hump Don't try to avoid it I know people go, oh, I'll do the punctuation later Don't, don't just go all in and do it, you know, or it'll never it'll never click. Oh, and
0: everybody, I'm such a failure. I have done every one of these things. <laughs> no, so. no, you're not. <laughs> and <laughs> be and so it's silly. been really good fun. It has, yeah. I've had the best time now, my 7,000 words hasn't got a scary punctuation in it. Uh look at this what? thing and I think, I've got to fix this one day. And you go and you go, I don't want to fix it <laughs> and yeah. so it's, it's forcing yourself to go back in and of course when it turns stop into 16 other words instead of the word stop yeah. and I was thinking that I should be able to go back in and fix this verbally and give it commands to fix it but you've alleviated me of that problem now because you told me my little product doesn't doesn't go back in autocorrect.
1: Can I, can I ask you what microphone you use Melinda
0: uh, when I'm at my desk, and I haven't tried dictation at the desk because I'm not a desk person, but I do have right. a roadie. I do have a – is it rody R-O-D-E. Rode, is it? A Rode, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 that's what I good use Oz, for my Good Aussie mic.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm using now. I'm using a Rode NT, yeah. NT-USB. Yeah. Um, but for your dictation, for your transcription, what, what do you use? Do you just use like these? Uh, or – Just the
0: Apple. Just the Apple. Um, I've got a – problem
1: there's your problem now now there's where I think because you mentioned it, it, you're getting a lot of garbage uh, you know come coming out and I think that's why because oh, that's... the weak the weakest link as as sketchy as um as dragon for Mac can be with transcription and stuff like that it's still better than you still should be getting pretty decent accuracy you know it should not be getting things like full stop wrong and things like that it just shouldn't um, so, you know, it, it, I would expect out of the box, the average person to get 90% accuracy with a decent microphone See, I and thought, anything, yeah. le- anything less than that is almost certainly going to be the microphone or the file that's being recorded, uh, you know, the format or both it, 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 there's a weak link somewhere and I, I would guess it could be your, your microphone.
0: So I used voice recorder, but I noticed there's a voice recorder pro app that I should be using.
1: What? The one I use is, uh, you know, there's loads of different ones. The ones I, the one I use, it's in the App Store. I think it's free. Uh, is Voice Record Pro. Yeah, yeah,
0: that's what uh, I was reason
1: I, The reason I use that is because you can um, record. It was a couple of things. Firstly, it allows you to set what's called the level of your microphone, so you can you can actually make a recording. You know, use just use your, your your ears basically. Have a listen to it. How does it sound? Does it sound scratchy? Does it sound clear? Is it loud? People think it you know mistakenly that dragon needs you know booming volume. It doesn't actually. It needs you know a moderate level of volume. You don't want it too loud. I say this in the book. I've got like little graphs you can see where the 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 sound spikes. You don't want the sound to spike too high because that's what's called clipping where it starts to you know, it starts to struggle then with, with finer elements of speech. Um, you don't want it too low because then it's just too quiet. It can't hear you. Um, so you need it somewhere in between. And the thing with that Voice Record Pro app, it allows you to actually adjust the level of, of um, your microphone, and it also allows you to record in whichever format you, you would like. And I would strongly recommend that the absolute best accuracy you can get with transcription especially for the mac you know where you can't correct it later on Um, for the best accuracy you want to save it as a wav a -A wav file Um, and that then is what that's what's called uncompressed so it's literally just it's, it's your voice you know coming through the microphone as it as it was when it recorded it the thing with MP3 or something like that, it compresses it, it squishes it down to get the smallest file size possible, and it loses detail. Now that might not be detail, but matters to you or me, you know, when we're listening to something, you know, you, you listen to music or if it's MP3 and you go, well, I can't hear the difference. Well, it, that's great, but Dragon can. Dragon can hear the difference, and it's those finer, finer details that it needs for for the maximum accuracy. But I would guess this might not be helping. Great for, for making phone calls and stuff and and podcasts like this where I'm listening to you, but I'm not talking through it. I'm talking through a posh mic. Um, it's not great for voice recognition, it's just not built for it. But there are headsets you can buy. Uh, can, I which, which will you? Perform.
0: can I drive can I drive uh, with
1: these? I, I I obviously would always recommend that nobody drives while dictating. <laughs> I have,
0: you know what? I mean, I have... <laughs>
1: And it may actually be illegal, uh, depending on where you live. I know certain states in America, it, it's illegal. Um, but the yep. way way round it is to only is to have a headset with only one earpiece. So if you have what's called a monaural headset, so monaural is one earpiece, and then the band just comes like across to here and clamps on your head. So as long as you've got an ear free, you're good. <laughs> you should be on the right side of the law. Then you want a, a you know what's called a noise cancelling. A boom so a boom arm that comes as close to the corner of your mouth as possible again people make the mistake of getting you know this big long boom and putting it right in front of their mouth that's wrong you don't want that you want it kind of here and the rule of thumb is to get get your your hand put it in front of your mouth and that the tip of your finger there is where where your microphone should should stop so that's it (laughs) So about there about there And, you know, you can adjust up and down. I've seen people have them up here or down here, and they're like, oh, my accuracy is terrible. It's because it needs to, you just adjust it up until it hits that finger, and there. That's where your microphone should rest, at the corner of your mouth. Yeah. Um, So something like that. And if it's noise-cancelling as well, it'll obviously get rid of things like the car noise and, you know, the rumble from the road and all of that. Um, And, again, it it will perform far better, nine times out of ten, than... Uh, something like this. You can actually use, I don't have it to hand, but you can use the little uh, USB adapter uh, that Apple makes, the camera adapter, I think it's called. Um, and you can plug USB mics into that as well. So if you've got a good USB headset, uh, you could just use that. So, okay. you know, it, it, there's lots of options. Yeah, and... but microphone is the most important link, I think, in, in all of this.
0: Yeah. So give me a headset microphone that I can go out and buy tomorrow and try another 7,000 words. <laughs> Na- name me one.
1: Okay. It, again, it depends on budget. Um, you can go crazy. You know, you can spend $30, $50, $300. You can go nuts. Um, there is a particular microphone I did a review of recently called the FlexiMic made by a company called Speechware and it produced out of the box with an i'm I'm, i created a completely new profile um with no training and i dictated however many you know words hundreds of words and it produced 99.3 percent accuracy from a transcription file in dragon for mac which is about as good as it's gonna get but that mic will set you back i think it's about it's about the 200 hundred dollar mark it's very expensive but again, it's an investment in your business. But you don't have to go nuts like that. You can get uh, microphones from the likes of Andrea Electronics and Plantronics. Um, and they might, you know, they, they make kind of $40, $50 headset mics, which which are great, which which work just fine. The problem is your your smartphone. If you're using a smartphone, obviously if you've got a new iPhone, you don't have a headset jack at all. <laughs> So you're going to be stuck with something that either goes into the lightning port, which is nothing. There's there's no mics really that do that, um, other than Apple's own headset. Um, Or you need a USB adapter. Um, And that can get problematic. Um, So I would recommend, I'm going to go into my drawer here. I would recommend you invest in one of those, a little voice recorder. That's a Sony one. You can buy ones by Olympus. $30, $40, something like that, $50. And you'll see on the top of that, I don't know if you can make that out, there are two jacks, okay? And that is what's known as a a universal 3.5mm headset jack. And there are dozens and dozens of headsets uh, that are compatible with those jacks. Go for one of those simply because it's easier. It makes life easier. These work brilliantly for, for what they do and then you can get a, a decent headset by Andrea or Plantronics or someone like that, plug it into those, and bang, you're off. You're off and running. And, and you know, for, for less than for less than $100 total, you know, a headset plus that recorder or something like that recorder, and, uh, you, you know, you, you're laughing. And they actually have a little um, – that has a little SD card slot there, so you can put a little micro SD in, and then you just pop it into your computer later. Some of them come with a little – usb jack that pops out so you can just plug it straight into your computer and transfer the files um so you know it it's not as convenient maybe as being on your phone and being able to upload directly to the cloud and or whatever but at least you know you're going to get excellent accuracy and there's a wealth of headsets out there that take those jacks
0: yeah so you've heard it here first everybody uh I have brought um, Scott on especially to get all this information because I always figure that if I need it, everybody else does as well. But, of course, you would have all bought the PC version, you would have all had the right headset and you would have all uh, done everything right <laughs> instead of everything wrong. Well, it's, it. it's nowhere near as much fun. Um, so, And driving, when I did this dictation, I got to school and I actually put a comment up on um, the forum that I'm in with Joanna Penn and all those guys, I said, I actually drove to school, but I don't really remember getting there. I said, this thing can't be safe. And everyone said, oh, no, you know, people do all sorts of things when they're driving. And I thought, yeah, but my brain, I don't even remember how I got to school. Um, So it's interesting.
1: (laughs) 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 I don't recommend this. It's great when you're parked up, bro. I mean, uh, you know, it's wonderful when you've dropped your kids off or whatever or you're just sitting waiting for them to come out of school or, again, while you're doing the dishes, go for a walk. You know, go for a walk and and stick that in your back pocket and put a little headset on and just just walk and and talk. That The batteries in these things last forever, months. Mm. You know, it's not like a smartphone where it dies the same day. That's another advantage of these. You know, pop that in your back pocket while you're walking or whatever. And and just the, the other nice thing about this, these little recorders that I like, is you can just pause them and they look so tiny and unobtrusive in your hand and you can just if you get a moment where you you know you, you can't think or, or you're you're struggling a little bit you just pause it collect your thoughts think and then start it off again and the file will just carry on you know so i love these i think these, these are great little unsung heroes of dictation but i know what you're saying you you, you end up i i think it amazes me every time you end up doing a bit of transcription while you're driving or (laughs) or walking or whatever and then you put the file into dragon and every time I'm astounded by how many words there are you know it's like it, it, it boggles my mind how much you can get out in a period of time where you just were doing something else you know it would have been Dead time work wise, you know, and, and yet you've managed to spit out two, three thousand words quite quite easily sometimes once you get into the flow of doing it. You know, yeah, I think it's, a, oh, it's great.
0: Yeah. And the other thing that I found, Scott, and but stay like... safe. <laughs> I was just thinking. Well, I've got to do some bike riding. Maybe I could do that. And I thought, no, I'm going to kill myself. Again. <laughs> we're busy women over here. We've got lots of things to do. Um, walking the dogs has lots of potential. You know, we can have the dogs going off on either hand, and we can talking into the mic with the other. We, you know, it works. I think,
1: I think we're a little bit too scared of of everything in Britain. You know, I'm I'm from the UK, and it's like you can't do this, you can't do that. You're going to hurt yourself. Yeah, uh, I think as long as you're sensible, you. Yeah, yeah. Fine. <laughs> well, I
0: have the, I have this wonderful business called Writer on the Road, so I'm always out and about. And I thought this just has with the portable podcasting stuff that I've got, and now the portable writing uh, dictation oh. stuff, I can just lie in my caravan and the whole world can happen around me. It's it's fantastic, yeah.
1: yeah? Uh, what a brilliant way to work, you know? Yeah, it, it's just a fantastic way to work.
0: Uh, it is now. I want to. I've got two things because I've taken up forty minutes of your time just getting myself sorted out. Sorry, right. everybody. We'll do you <laughs> next time. <laughs> the The thing that interests me is now that i've been doing this thing on a regular basis and mucking it up in all sorts of things but sorry guys the best way to learn is to do exactly what i've done because you can talk about it till the cows come home but unless you get in there and have a go um you're never going to know and if you keep researching and researching and don't do it It's always going to be theory. So I have so much practical experience now (laughs) and all these words that I can't translate, Um, but we know (laughs) why now. Uh, The thing that struck me the most is that if I don't plan before I start dictating, I Mm. end up – um, pausing for so long, going where do I want to go next? But if I spend yeah. half an hour before I go to sleep at night, or ten minutes before mm. I get out of bed, ready to start this, if I know where yeah. I'm going to go, then it, you can dictate till you know. You can just go off and start prattling, and out comes yeah, the yeah. story. uh So planning is, I would suggest, critical.
1: I, I would agree. How do you plan? Do you use uh, Scrivener or what? What? what how, how, what's your workflow?
0: Uh, with um, with um, uh, uh, what do you call it, transcribing or being ready to right. talk, talk into the thing, I have a piece of paper and dot points.
1: Good old pen <laughs> and paper. <laughs> I mean,
0: yeah. It, it,
1: it, yeah. I mean, just grab pen and paper. You know, it's the most – it's amazing because I, I was listening to a, um, a interview yesterday by a guy called Tony Fidel. He was one of the people who invented the iPod, and he was saying in his house how – no matter how much they use technology and no matter how you know much he's a part of that because of his background, it's important to unplug now and again and go analog with something, you know? And I think uh, pen and paper, I'm a big advocate of sitting down with a pen or digital pen, if you must, which I do <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, and writing. Actually I and mean, I've got it right here looking a little stand on my desk, a little Apple pencil. And I'll I'll write notes and and bullet points like like you say bullet points of um of outlines you know of, of what I'm gonna write, and I think that's more important with dictation, as you say than um, you know if you're just gonna try and do it off the top of your head. I think I think you need little pointers where you can just check and go, okay, and then do the next bit of dictation. Um, I think just doing it off the top of your head is very tricky with dictation. And I don't know why. I don't know why that is again, I'm sure it's something to do with the, you know, whatever side of your brain. But it it's just um I think it helps immensely if you're writing um any sort of fiction or non-fiction. But I think if you're doing anything that involves complex names, characters, world building, you know, fantasy sci-fi, all that sort of stuff, I don't see how you cannot, you know, you're gonna be a planner anyway, I would have thought. I don't think you're gonna you know be a panther in that respect but with dictation i think it is more important as you say i'll put my little pencil back there there we
0: go <laughs> he's got more gizmos than me everybody i'm very jealous uh <laughs> now you're going to have to watch this on youtube because scott's been showing me some of the products as we've been going oh, along
1: i forgot uh, it's an audio isn't it it's supposed to be audio <laughs> <draft>. <laughs>
0: uh, but but i have listened to, um Moore has got me set up to go on to youtube now so everyone will be able to see and i think Thanks. it's facebook live as well so you know this podcast oh, oh, will be okay. everywhere Um, And you will note um, Scott's beautiful new office with those great pictures in the background uh, and some little (laughs) dolls in the corner. I've been curious about those dolls with the weird eyes sitting in the background.
1: They're not dolls. (laughs) These are what's called – my kids love these. I keep convincing myself that I'm doing this for for my kids. They're called pop vinyls, and they're they're like little (laughs) characters from, from TV shows and things like that. The ones I've got over in that corner, I don't know if you can see them. Yeah. That's like all of the Twin Peaks characters over there. There's one that's lying down, which is Laura Palmer, wrapped in plastic. They're pretty grim, you know. (laughs) But then we've got... This is from a a TV show, I don't know if you've heard of it, called Mr. Robot. No. And those are the two characters from Mr. Robot. That's Christian Slater, the actor. And Um, uh, they're great. I love them. I think they're such fun. You know, they're they're such good fun. And then... Who do you know? Do you you, you watch... um... Breaking Bad or anything like that.
0: Oh, look! No. I'm going to go to school and ask my boys. They will know all this kind of stuff. These are there ugly. You <laughs> <laughs> and if you're into, uh,
1: if you're into Keanu Reeves, there's there's John Wick from the, the, the new Keanu Reeves film. There you go. <laughs> so yeah, I've got I've got loads of them.
0: Yes, yeah, so and next Top work time. Orange
1: clockwork orange there we go was a clockwork orange oh,
0: I think, I think we can't do um, YouTube podcasts anymore because I keep losing my guests as they scoot off in their chairs to grab more stuff to show me <laughs> oh, good
1: father. There you go, yeah. complete with cats.
0: Yeah. yeah. So everybody, just to retain some control of this podcast, you can <laughs> see why you started it. <laughs> you can see i i have I am guilty. I am always guilty. You can see why Scott is so very, very good at the technical side of things. You can see why he's gotten um, so involved in this dragon dictation. I should imagine that doing one of Scott's courses will get you set up far more speedily than listening to this podcast. And my mess ups, uh, Scott. Your courses—how long do they go for? Why do we want to do one? And how quickly can someone get up to speed um, doing mm. it? Doing it the sensible way by listening to you.
1: Well, the, the aim of the courses. Uh, there's two of them. One is for Mac. One is for PC. And it's a bit, now this is where it gets tricky um, because originally I was going to do one course just all about Dragon. And as I mentioned earlier. The the products are so different uh, that I found I couldn't. I had to actually, you know, uh, cover both in completely separate courses. But you need to decide, especially if you're a Mac user, which route you want to go down. Do you want to do the Mac course or do you want to do the PC course? Because which product are you going to be using? You know, so the, the, the Mac course will cover how to use the PC version on your Mac. Um, but again, the product itself is is very different. Um, uh, in fact, you know that module, if you like, will be in both. So if you're a Mac user and you decide you want to do the PC course, then there will be the module in there as well, showing you how to run it on your Mac. Um, but the 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 idea with both is to get you up to speed pretty much straight away. You know, for, from the moment you do it, um, to get nine, I'm not exaggerating to get 99% accuracy from day one. And the trick is actually not getting the accuracy from, from the start because it's very good. Dragon is very, very good out of the box. You know, it's really, really accurate. Um, the, the trick is maintaining it. The trick is keeping your profile accuracy really high. And the way you do that is is to train the, the, the software, not just to your voice, because people assume it's always about, you know, just their voice and understanding what they're saying. It's actually about understanding how you write. So it's about maintaining the accuracy of your writing style as well. And that may involve, I don't know if, you know, when you use Dragon you you see you set up a profile. It might involve having multiple profiles. So, you know, you might have one profile for nonfiction, one profile for romance, one profile for sci-fi. Because your writing styles are all going to be different, you know, across those different um, genres. So, you know, we cover all of that. It's all in there. And the point is to try and get you up and running, you know, with 99 percent accuracy and keep it there. Um, And I think as well, it, it becomes a continual thing, actually, with Dragon. You know, I've been using dragging on and off in its various forms for for 20 years. You know, I remember using it when it was laughably bad. You know, it was so, so bad. But, you know, it was was funny to look at, you know, the the stuff that was coming up on screen. That's ridiculous. How can they sell this? But there was always something there. It was just ahead of its time. Um, But as time has gone on, it's got better and better. I've realized that you never actually stop training it. You never stop maintaining the accuracy of the profile. Um, the key is to just know how to do it in the first place, and know how to to keep to keep doing it down the line. So the course is all about that. It's all about making you completely proficient in Dragon. It's the sort of thing that really everyone should know, but no no one does. You know they sell you the product and and take your money and say you know there you go <laughs> and that's it. And then people get frustrated and go it's terrible. I'm getting terrible accuracy. But they don't know why, you know, so the point is to make sure you don't you don't get bad accuracy. You get great accuracy, but you keep that great accuracy, uh, you know, for for the rest of the time you use it.
0: Yeah, and if you do nothing other than learn the command full stop, it saves you Mm -hmm. having um, 7,000 words without a full stop.
1: (laughs) Full stop, more paragraph.
0: Yeah, (laughs) a new line, Line. (laughs) backspace. (laughs) Yeah, so there (laughs) there, there you have it, everybody. It is easy, as easy as easy, provided you buy all the right equipment in the first place, do all the right things in the first place and pay attention. But I stand by my um, caravan analogy. You could go out into the bush in a tent or you can go out in a bush tracker, you know, two and a half – sorry – $250,000 $250,000 caravan, the main thing yep. is to get out in the bush. The main thing is to have a go with this thing, have some fun with it, and yep. and use it for the tool that it is. They're all tools and they're all learning curves and you'll find that your writing, along with my writing, will actually happen, I guess, a little bit more easily um, over time and that's that's the idea behind all these things. Scott, are we allowed to ask um, what this um, course is going to cost or is that private...? <laughs>
1: It's actually no, it's not determined. Yes, I'm sorry to say <laughs> at the time of recording, I, I'm working out. Um, I want to keep it fair. I don't I don't want to go stupid and, and charge crazy amounts of money for it. Um, but there's there is an awful lot of, of content, an awful lot of content in there. And uh, what I intend to do at launch is offer uh, some form of discount. And you'll also in, in, you can pay for it monthly instead of you know, all at once or whatever. So there'll be ways of of sorting it out. I I don't want it to be, you know, unaffordable for people. But um, one thing you could do, one thing that your listeners could do is if they go to my website, um, just go to trainingyourdragon.com and you'll see a little uh, box which says free video training. Click on that, um, put your email address in and not only will I then send you an email when everything's available, when the courses are all available and stuff, but there's about an hour's worth of uh, video training there, so you'll get a link sent to you. Go to that page. There's about an hour's worth of different um, little mini, you know, course material there, just to get you started. So there's, there's some stuff on microphones, there's some stuff on, you know, using it on the Mac and all of that sort of thing. Um, so And there's loads and loads of, of stuff like that on my blog as well. So have, have a sift through um, and see what you can what you can get.
0: Yeah, and there's a cheat sheet, everybody, that I downloaded somewhere. I think I got that off the self-publishing um, formula, yes. but that's your cheat sheet, I believe. Um, yes,
1: I put that together for them, yeah.
0: Yeah, and there's the book, um, How to Train Your Dragon. There is so much stuff there. Or oh, you could just do it I did, just go out and have a go. <laughs> muck it all just, up and just, try again. <laughs> don't. Yeah, don't. don't, don't. Do that. And don't drive. Whatever you do, don't drive. Don't drive. Stay <laughs> safe, people. Stay safe. And Scott will send you a free doll with every course that he sells, yes. Uh, free, free insurance policy. Yeah. Now, as of... Um, Recording this, Scott still has a week to go to decide his price. Um, I will certainly try and get this up as you as you go um, live with your course because I'm sure there will be a webinar and I'm sure they'll, we're all trained in how to sell these things and how to sell courses. Um, David Seitman Garland or whatever his name is um, yeah, has trained yeah. us all on how to put our courses together and we're all madly trying to... try to get our prices right how much are we going to charge oh i don't know you know whatever um yeah just take (laughs) it just have it for free all right scott you are a wonderful wonderful man i love your little office and i love your dolls and i wish you all Keep it going keep it going (laughs) (laughs) and i I, i'm trying to say all the best with your launch of your courses because i think every everyone is looking to you now Um, to learn how to do this so we've all got the box we've all just got to learn how to open it
1: (laughs) well (laughs) yeah I mean look at the end of the day I just want people to be able to use this software effectively Uh, I I get so frustrated at people who not frustrated at people but frustrated at you know the poor people who buy it and get terrible results you shouldn't be getting terrible results you know and it's life-changing you know when you get it up and running and working properly it's life-changing not just from the perspective of like i said you know if you get an injury or whatever it's also life-changing from a productivity standpoint it can be life-changing from a creativity standpoint you know um you may find you you write better than you've ever written you know by by dictating but as you said it also gets you out into the world and 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 lying back in a caravan or wherever or going for a walk and 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 working in in a far nicer environment than just being tethered to a desk, you know. So I, I think unless people get good results, they give up with it, and I think that's really sad because everybody can get great results with this software. It's really, really sophisticated software. It's just knowing how to use it and get the best from it.
0: Yeah, and I think he's nailed it on the head. Everybody, it's getting out there in the world, not being tethered to a desk. It's why it's what I love, and it's why I have so much fun with it. Look, thank you, Scott. Uh, thank you to you for your certainly your generosity. If you want a real sane podcast to learn how to do this stuff uh go and listen to poor old joanna penn who who does things correctly or you could stay here and keep (laughs) listening to this and we'll just carry on regardless (laughs) okay
1: great fun thank you very very much for having me it's been a blast actually
0: yeah look i can assure you that there are a lot there are a lot of people wanting to to know how to do this and i think we'll spread Mm -hmm. the word and we'll get word out there for you all right so that's um bye from me and bye from scott bye from the dolls uh another episode on (laughs) rider on the road uh bye scott Thank you very
1: much. Bye, Melinda.